Welcome to the More Than Hearers podcast. I'm Orion Williams. I'm here with Peter Willis. We talk Bible. Today I think we're going to talk a little more personal, but uh, I want to tell you about what the show is about. Uh, usually, where we we see what the... We open up a book of the Bible and see what God has to tell us about it um, these many years after it's writing, and uh, we hash it out, and sometimes it's uh, easier than other times, and uh, we'll see how that goes today, being that it's going to get personal, but um, we're at episode 16, we want to know, um, no, we want you to know, sorry, I already know, but uh, we want you to know how to get a hold of us if you want to, you can do that, we have a Facebook page. Facebook.com slash more than hearers. Uh, we've got an email address, podcast at more than hearers.com. And you can hit us up on Twitter and everything else that has an at sign, I think. I'm at Orion Plays Music. Peter is at MTH underscore Peter. Peter. Hey, Orion. Hi. Hey, man. So uh, if it sounds like Orion's. Struggling. I hate to use that word because I don't think it sounded like you were struggling. But I, I came, I showed up tonight to the More Than Here studio and I went, I got an idea. And I just plopped it in his lap. So he had no prep at all. Uh, so it, it, I'll take responsibility. It's sort of my fault. Um, I, as I was coming in today, we had something planned. We, we just finished uh, episode 15. Um, if you've already listened to it, we, we wrapped up the book of Romans. And said that uh, the next episode we were going to go into another book and surprise whatever book it was going to be. I'm still not going to tell you. Um, But I had this idea for episode 16 because we're at a breaking point of if you've been listening to us for the last 15 episodes or even if you've listened to us for a few episodes, uh, we know that. Uh, several of our listeners know us. They've met us in person, shook our hand, uh, maybe even shared a table of food or whatever else. But um, I've even gotten some messages on Facebook from people I've never met before. Uh, I've, I know who you are from how you've reached out to us, but we've never met. You, you don't know me. You don't know Orion. You don't know us. You don't know, how did we get here? Why did we put together a podcast? What qualifies us? Just spoiler alert, nothing. Uh, nothing qualifies us. But what qualifies us to be out here on the web or on iTunes or wherever you found us talking about the Bible, talking about God? Why did we do this? Sort of, uh, if I were going to title this episode, and it sounds really cheesy, but the phrase that's been stuck in my head all day is, meet the hearers. Mm-hmm. Uh, except that we're really the speakers. Um I think Orion even no. referred to me at one point as the speaky guy. Was, yeah, super, like episode ten or something. Guy. Yeah, yeah it was, it's stuck in my head. Working on the name tag. Yeah, yeah. please don't. Okay, don't <laughs> I won't wear it. Okay, oh, I already don't. invested in it. So. Oh, well, I'll treasure it in some way. So, all the way back to what is more than hearers all about? Like, why that name? Where did it come from? All of those things. I felt like it was a a great opportunity to share our hearts with you, um, share our testimony so overused. So I I don't want to use that phrase. Some of you are like, oh, it's a great phrase. Use it. Um, But just what our background is and how we came to this uh, getting together on a regular basis and talking Bible with each other. And I guess my my vision for this is that – that you would know us a little better and that you would see our heart for what we're doing and you would know our story of how we came to or how we come to the Bible and how we come to Jesus um, and what our our individual stories are, I guess. I'm curious what's going to happen when I, <laughs> when I talk. <laughs> I feel that way on a daily basis, actually. I wake up every morning going, what's going to happen when I talk? I wonder what I'll say today. Yeah. <laughs> So this, uh, the title of our, our, our podcast, the website, morethanhearers.com, or if you find it on the podcast app on, on your iPhone, it's More Than Hearers, or on Google Play Music, wherever you find it, More Than Hearers. What does that come from? And uh, it was born out of James 1, really, uh, James 1, where it says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Uh, our hope, 
for you as listeners is that you would be more than just hearers. You would do more than just listen to this podcast. We hope that for you it's a tool to understand the scripture better, but so that it changes your life. More than just, I know a lot about the Bible. I listen to these two guys who really don't know much at all, but they say some cool stuff or however you feel about it, I don't know. But so that you can apply it to your life of what did God mean when he said, um, when Paul wrote these words down inspired by the Holy Spirit or, or whoever uh, it might be. We just finished Romans, so that's why I say Paul. But whoever it might be, what was God trying to speak to me so that I can be more than just a hearer of the word. And so then that pours over into this episode of are Orion and I just two guys who like to talk about the word so that you can hear it and change and it can change your life or are we more than hearers mm-hmm. ourselves? Um, because far too often I think we listen to people because they claim to have some authority and then somewhere down the road it turns out they don't have any authority. Just so you know, I don't claim to have any authority. <laughs> None, none whatsoever, other than I'm, I, I try to surrender my life to Christ and through the Holy Spirit, um, interpret his word and share it with others. So many times I've looked at the Bible and gone, I have no idea what this means. I, I can't figure this out. I don't understand what it says. And it's so great to have somebody to go to and go, what about this? And that's kind of the story of Orion and I coming together to do a podcast is Orion's been that friend for me for a long time where I hit a wall in scripture. There are passages in scripture to this day I just butt up against. I don't I don't know where to put them. And to have a, a friend in Christ to go, hey, this is hard for me and here's why it's hard for me. Can you help me get past this? Or to have someone else go, yep, that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard for me too. So um, that's that. Part of it, I guess. I just need to add that, that uh, you've been that for me also. And I've brought uh, even, I think, right before starting recording this, I, th- I want to say, was like I hit I hit a pretty bad one for me where I was like, I don't know what to do with the Bible here. <laughs> um, is this page in your book? Yeah, right? <laughs> We've had these moments. So Ryan and I attend the same church fellowship. Um, neither of us are, are pastors uh, by any means. Um, we're just guys who go to church. We are in leadership at our we're church. We're involved, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're both involved. We we do some teaching here and there, but on occasion in a you know like a, an adult Sunday school class or even a Sunday morning sermon, we'll bump into a passage and um, one of us will come to the other afterwards and go, has that always been in the Bible? Mm-hmm. I'm just asking because I, I don't think I ever saw it before. And I've read through the whole book more than once, and there are times still to this day where I come up against something and go, has that always been in there? And, and I don't know what to do with it. Um, I don't know. Is there a passage for you, Orion, of the Bible that you still look at and you go, I don't, I don't know where to put this? I think uh, that's a good question. I think that like even in the time that we've been recording this, and I had I, I have struggled with things... But even in the in this, what's it been? Uh, Fifteen episodes is it's like almost four months. I think so. Yeah. So even in that time, God has answered some of my issues. And not that I ever like had issue with God or whatever. Like I don't want to. I don't want that to come off like like that way. Like uh, it's always been really God. What do you mean? Like what do you what did you mean when you put this here? in this book, you know, for me to read all this time later. And sometimes I really do feel like it's written for me. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it literally says in the mid sentence, Orion, like he's talking to me. Like the margin notes say, Orion, look here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's so that's a neat thing to feel. I guess that's, that's part of my personal walk is like that. I feel more and more like he's talking to me, but uh, the number of verses that have challenged me and I love being challenged. So this is, this a good thing, but um, but the number of verses that have challenged me, um, it seems to be shrinking. I mean, the more we read, the more maybe, you know, you find more, but yeah. anyway, I'm whittling down the list of things that I go, I just, I, I don't know what to do with this. And that God has, he's in this wrestling, like allowed me to 
know where to put it or to understand it better. And sometimes the thing I mentioned a few episodes ago is just when you put the commas and you know the, with the, the, when you put the pauses there, where the commas are. Right. When you you know sometimes it's it's through you like just going hey this is what I meant and I go ah wow that if if that's the only if that's the only thing that comes out of doing this podcast, it was worth it. You know, some of those realizations. So, um, I can't think of one off the top of my head that I would say, like, I still like really battling with, but there, there are, there are some, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to some. <laughs> I have no doubt. Soon. I know where, I know the book we're going to next. And, uh, chapter one was very difficult for me. Uh, correction. Chapter one is very difficult for me. Um, and I wanted to say, you know, you talked about through the 15 or so episodes we've already done, you've had points where you uh, struggled with things. If you have not listened to episode nine, it is fantastic. Orion, we both hit this verse that's really hard to swallow. And um, we have shared with each other since then just such a great episode of here's a wall I hit in scripture that I, I either got to climb over or stop here and get off the train. <laughs> and and um, more so for you, because I had prep and had studied through it a few times before, but more so for Orion, to hear him hit that wall and climb over at mid-episode, it's, it's probably one of my favorite episodes we've done so far. Um, if you go back to episode nine and just give it a listen. Um, and we've had several people uh, who've Checked in with me anyway, sent me a message and gone, okay, that episode made me cry. Yeah, I got good feedback on, yeah. on that. And, and I think what we're doing here, we're sharing our hearts and stuff. I think that part of that is um, one of the things I wanted to say earlier when you were, when you were opening was that uh, if we can be a challenge to someone, not, not, not like a stumbling block or an obstacle, but um, just to, to go, hey, have you really stopped to consider what this means? Because I think a lot of times we can we can – pretty well read any passage in scripture and go, I don't have any problem with that. And that's, that means you've checked out a lot of times. It just means you, you just are not thinking about it because if you really break it down, what those words mean in that order, you can't just, Oh yeah, no problem. I mean, like, I I mean, maybe, I don't know what, what, what it is about some people that go, yeah, no problem there. I don't see see it. It's like, (laughs) read it again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right now. But, but if we can stop someone and go, hey, have you considered this? And I think when we hash out some of that stuff, that that's allowing them to actually be challenged rather than if, if we because if we glossed over it, they coming along for that ride, they might never go back to that. They go, oh, well, I guess we're on to the next thing. But when we stop like and kind of let it marinate a little bit, like some of the impact of this stuff, I think that's valuable. And for me, and I, I don't want to put this on anybody else, but for me, so often when I hit a wall in scripture and I go, I... I don't like this. I'm not comfortable with it. It's because it requires change in me, either change in behavior or change in thought process or change in how I've seen God. I've got to upend my theology on maybe not the whole thing, but part of it, you know, and that that's tough. That's tough when you, when you think that you've got your theology pretty solid yeah, and then you, and it's like, Oh shoot, maybe I don't have it all figured out. It's like a little bit of an ego blow, you know, and it's it's good for us. Like we we need that, especially like when you when you've been studying and answering questions and you know, uh, you and I both you know, people refer to us as sources to go ask you know about past difficult passages, and I feel like I've handily answered many and then sometimes you get to one and you go ah Give me some time. <laughs> you look at the person and go, you too, huh? Yeah. You know, for me, I, I've shared with Orion before, there's this passage in the story of the life of David, uh, King David. You go back to the Old Testament, David's a young man, and he's brought into Saul's kingdom. He's conquered Goliath. Saul finds out not only is he pretty good with a slingshot, but the kid can play some jams. He lays down some nice music. And uh, David's in Saul's tent just hooking it up. He's playing wonderful music. And and the word says, in my Bible, it's in your Bible. I wish I'd give you the scripture reference, but uh, this is off the hip, but it's in there if you want to go research it. The Bible says, God sent an evil or impure spirit to torment Saul. And Saul picked up a spear and tried to pin David against the wall with it. And I shared with Orion several years ago, I hit a wall with that because my theology, my, not theology, but my theology mm-hmm. says um, God and evil cannot 
be in the same place. God and unclean don't come together. And then in my Bible, it says God sent an impure spirit or an evil spirit or an unclean spirit to torment Saul. And I hit a wall with that of that doesn't work for me. Well, guess what? The problem is with me. It's not with God. God gets to do whatever God wants to do. And I finally came to a place for me, and I don't, I think I shared this maybe even in the last episode or the one before, I don't remember, um, where I came to a place in, in my own theology where there are some things I hit where I don't understand God, and that's probably because he's God, and I am not. And if I could understand everything about him, if he were fully understandable, it would kind of diminish his magnitude is the wrong word, but it's the one I think of right now. His godness? Again, I submit to you, is godness a word? It probably is. We have Googled other words before. I've won this game before (laughs) at times. You have. Godness. There's another episode where we made up a word. I think it was 11 or 12. And uh, I... (laughs) I mentioned that we have a regular listener who has a bachelor's in English, which I don't, I don't even have close to that. Um, and uh, I have not heard her feedback on how terrible that word choice is yet. But um, some others of you may also have bachelor's in English. You may be an English teacher. Feel free to send in corrections on our word choices. We probably won't change them anyway. That's right. But I, I say all that and to say this, that my heart was that you listeners would understand why we're here. The short story behind just uh, the the more than hears and where the scripture came from is why the podcast. And it simply was born out of this. I, at one point, was employed as a youth pastor. That wasn't my official title, but that was the role that most people understand. And I had this small youth group in this small church. And in the process of being in that role... I fell in love with teaching the Bible. It has rapidly become my absolute favorite thing in the world to do. Um, I'm no longer in full-time employed ministry. I'm actually a mechanic. Uh, That's how I earn an income. Um, But I still have this passion in me for teaching the Bible. I, I, I get a huge kick out of it. I love it. I love taking what God's shown me and showing it to other people. And when I stepped away from that role as a youth pastor, the hardest part to let go of, uh, besides just some amazing kids, um, was a regular opportunity to teach the Bible. And I was sharing this with one of my youth group kids who had moved beyond youth group. It was in college. And I said, ah, this is the hardest part. And she goes, why don't you do a podcast? I totally listened to it. I don't get to listen to you anymore because she had moved away to college or whatever. And I thought... That sounds like a terrifying idea. <laughs> like uh, I'm used to talking to an audience, being able to see and 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 read reactions, and am I going the right direction? Do I still have people engaged? But it it sounded like a great opportunity to get uh, out there and continue to teach the word on a regular basis. However, I have little to no technical skills. I know how to get to Google, and I know how to ask Google how to get me other places. It doesn't always work, but I, I'm, I'm fairly decent with the Googles. Uh, I can make Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and all. I can make all that stuff work. But how to take my voice and put it in a computer and then give that to people on the internet beyond me. But I got this friend who also has this passion for the scripture, who has the technical savvy um, and is a, a phenomenal producer as far as recording goes. Um, and that's Orion. It's not some other guy who's nice. not here. It's the other guy that's here. I was so, going to try to meet this guy and help me <laughs> with my production skills. Trying try to help out, yeah, help me out a little bit. Glean from him. Yeah. yeah. And so I came to Orion and I said, hey, man, here's this idea. What do you think? And he was like, oh, we can do this. And so... It, Did I say that? I think those were your words. Oh, wow. Because I... Cause I now I'm like, how did I ever figure that this was possible? Because it's a lot of work. It's, if you're thinking of trying to start a podcast, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Episode 17, how to start up. No, we're not going to do no. that. No, that's not who we are. Um, but, uh, but we jumped into it. I don't think either of us knew how much work it would really be. To be honest with you, the sitting down and recording like us, our conversation back and forth is the easiest part of this whole thing. 
Um, partially because we've been friends for uh, coming up, I think, close to 10 years now. Um, and sharing the word together is just part of our friendship. And so sitting down to do that is fairly easy. The post-production and the posting it and the finding the right picture, which some of you don't even realize is the struggle that goes into finding the stupid image to go with the episode on the website that you probably never even noticed because you downloaded to your phone and just listened to it right. without looking. But the thoughts that go into that stuff, um, <laughs> the late night Photoshop sessions mm. to get a banner image that I don't even think we've used anywhere. <laughs> um, but uh, so I came to Orion and I said, hey, and he, he was totally behind it. And we did a dry run at it a long, over a year ago, I mm-hmm. think. And got a couple episodes down and learned a lot in the process, walked away from it for a while, and then came back. I think you came to me six, eight months ago, and you said, hey, you want to give this another shot? And I was like, yeah, I think I want to give this another shot. And we solved some production issues and some other things and jumped into it with both feet. And it was born out of that um, regular teaching that I had done that I wanted to continue in. And I love teaching it. And... um, and a chance to just put it out there and see if it hits a wall or hits a wall, if it bounces off of anybody, if it resonates with people and, um, and an outlet for us to force, honestly, I don't know about any of others of you, if you're listening and you're a grown adult with kids and a, a spouse or no spouse or whatever, and a mortgage and a job and a career and all these other things, it's hard to connect adult to adult on a regular basis. And so it's also given Orion and I an opportunity as two friends to go, we're going to get together this time on a regular basis and connect and have this conversation about God. And so um, that's also how this came to be. Besides the verse, besides the name, that was kind of the birth of this podcast. And if you've been listening from episode one and you're now on episode 16, I would hope that you've seen some growth in that for us. We've learned how to do this better. We've learned how to have better conversations within the scripture. We've learned how to hope communicate that better. If you see something or hear something and you're not seeing anything, if you hear something and you're like, gosh, I wish you guys would do this a little differently, podcast at morethanhears.com, facebook.com slash morethanhears, shoot us a message. This is not only an outlet for us, but we're trying to impart to you something. And so there's a way we can do that better. Yes. Totally open to suggestions. You may send us a suggestion, and we don't like it. And we're not going to do it, but <laughs> but it's worth a shot. You we, should at least try. We'd like to do this better. Send Peter all of your critiques <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Twitter at uh, mth underscore Peter or uh, podcast at morethanhears dot com, facebook dot com slash morethanhears. Uh, you can use Messenger. It actually comes to my phone if you send a message to the Facebook page, um, so I'll get it. Uh, and check it out. So, Orion? Yes, Peter. Why'd you decide to do this? <clears throat> um, the, the the podcast um, world, I have listened to podcasts only more recently. I mean, you mentioned me being tech savvy, and I consider myself as such, but, but podcasts were not something that I really, I didn't partake in until more recently. And then, uh, so when you came to me and we're like, you yeah, well, how about a podcast? I'm like, I know what these are. Finally, you know, I actually, I was one of the last guys to go, uh, from CD to digital download. I was like, I got to have my CDs. And then one I, day I, tried- I still have my CDs. Oh, really? I'm okay. over, I'm over 40. You're I, not. Almost. Yeah. Close. Yeah. I, what, it was, it became where I was like, I'm hurting myself by moving my CDs. I don't ever want another CD as long as I live. <laughs> But anyway, so I've been slow to change in some areas, but uh, the podcast thing was, it was interesting. Like, oh, I, there's a number of topics that I might really enjoy sitting in, a, you know, in a conversation on a podcast, but my favorite topic is God and theology and spirituality as it applies to Christ, you know, Christian living. That, that's, I, I don't consider myself an expert by any means. I just love the discussion. Absolutely. So it's like, well, an opportunity to... Like with one of my closest friends, talk Bible into a microphone, and then maybe write a theme song for the intro music. Uh-huh. And 
Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, our intro and outro music, by the way, is an original composition by Orion Williams, if you didn't know that. But the, the backstory behind that. <laughs> You're going to get somewhere. Go for it. If you weren't going to give it away, I was going to give it away. So go ahead. Peter and I, several years ago, um, agreed. He agreed to help me with a wild idea I had where I said, hey, I've got this keyboard, uh, typing keyboard, uh, QWERTY from work that uh, we're not going to use it because the little nub, the little nub on the, what is it, the J key? I think so, yeah. <laughs> One of them was, it was missing the nub. It hadn't worn down. It just came out of, from the factory Nubless. missing a nub. Yeah. yeah. And you need the nubs to be able to feel your home row, okay, if you're a, ty- a touch typist. So uh, in all excess, I said, this keyboard is useless. We need to destroy it by bow and arrow. And, yeah. and Peter agreed. Uh, Orion is somewhat of an archer. <laughs> I can sl- I can sling an arrow at a still target. Yeah. Uh, we, if you if you look it up, I think it's called "Destroyed by Bow and Arrow." There's a video of uh, us destroying a keyboard, and the music for that is the music that you hear at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> So when Peter says uh, he wants to do this podcast, I go, I know just the theme. And uh, he had a different idea in mind, I think, at first. But I I think that because it was the first project that we'd ever worked on together of any multimedia project, that music was, to me, it was reminiscent of a great time that we had in the past and projected to the future greatness. So so we pulled that and reused it. I own the license, so I can put it wherever I want. <laughs> right, uh, which is great. <laughs> so, anyway, that's uh, that's the backstory behind that uh, that track you hear uh, I, every episode. I have a funny story along these lines that involves you and I on a podcast. Actually, um, my first exposure to any sort of podcast—the first time I ever listened to a podcast—Orion and I collaborated on another piece of internet, whatever you want to call it. There was a video game that was put out several years ago, and it featured a person who we couldn't understand why he was in a video game. Uh, he's a writer, director, movie producer guy, and he they put him as a character in this video game, and Orion wrote this great song about why is this dude in a video game. Why is Kevin Smith in Lego Batman 3? Please, if you so desire, look it up. It's out there on youtube on the internet and we uh orion asked me to help him with it so i my voice is on there orion does all the the music and the singing and then i do all the speaking in this track it's out there on youtube go look it up why is kevin smith and lego batman 3 so it went out on the internet and this guy kevin smith does a several different podcasts pop culture related uh, comic books video games etc i won't give you the name of any of them they are decidedly not Bible studies. Yeah, we can't endorse them. Yes. And so, but on one of these podcasts, they played our song. For a live audience. For a live audience and recorded for the podcast. And Orion goes, oh my gosh, they talked about our song. And that was the first podcast I ever listened to. Nice. To listen to them talk about a song we did together. Yeah. So that's my first exposure to podcast. And then it was much many years before I listened to another one. It's... But we have several friends who it's very much a part of their life. Um, they listen to podcasts regularly. We have friends who listen to this one regularly, but probably not after this episode. Oh. No, just I'm totally kidding. Um, and so that all that being said, the other thing I really wanted to share, and uh, for you listeners who are friends of mine or friends of Orion or friends of Orion and I, a lot of you know my story. Um, but I realized that a lot of people didn't necessarily know Orion's story. So I wanted to share our stories of how did we come to be passionate about the scripture? How do we come to the knowledge of this Jesus guy we talk about so much? Because let's be honest, if it weren't for Jesus, all of this is dumb. It's, it's just a book. It's just a story. It's just a, I mean, there's a God, but, um, prior to Jesus, he kind of liked Gentiles, but only some of them. No, I'm kidding. It's not true. Um, but how did we come here? And for me, um, I'll give you a really brief overview. And then I really, I, I would love to have Orion share his with you as well. But for me, um, I sort of grew up in church. 
uh, child of a broken home like a lot of you are, and uh, got bounced back and forth between parents, sort of. So school years, I was mostly with my mom for most of my childhood, and then summers and Christmas, I was with my dad. Um, my mom put my brother and my sister and I in private school. It just so happened to be a Christian school. So I grew up in Christian school. I got Bible and all of that other stuff. We did church on Sunday. My dad, um, when I was at my dad's, my dad and my stepmom, absolute believers and followers of Christ. So I was in vacation Bible school and all that other stuff. And then at about almost 12 years old, I went to live with my dad full time and then got the full church immersion. I was at, if the doors were open, we were there. I did youth group through high school and all of that. And at about 13, this call of God in my life to do uh, youth ministry. And so from then through the end of high school, it was, I'm going to go to Bible college. I'm going to be a youth pastor and that's what I'm going to do. And so I graduated high school, I got accepted to Bible college, I went, and at the end of my freshman year in Bible college, they said, you know, um, you struggle a little bit with the rules. Um, Almost all of them. All but two of them, honestly. (laughs) So the rules I struggled with. We're going to ask that you take a year off. And so um, I took a year off. I did some other stuff. I I interned with a youth group um, at a church uh, away from where I went to college, and about 10, 11 months into my 12-month suspension from school, I moved back closer to where I went to college to get prepared to go back and then uh, uh, helped some other students break most of the rules. And so then the school came to me and said, you know what, we're going to ask that you probably not ever come back. Um, And uh, that started for me a downward spiral of... Uh, I guess running from God is the term we like to use, rebellion for sure. Um, I remember distinctly having this conversation with God where I was frustrated and broke and living on different people's couches and just in a frustration one day said, you know what, God, I've tried it your way. I'm done. I'm going to do it my way, which is the dumbest thing I've ever said for many reasons, The not the least of which is I had not tried it God's way <laughs> at all. But I'm sure I had. I mean, I'd gone to Bible college and church and youth group and stuff. Like, that's God's way, right? Except that I wasn't living it at all. And I hadn't tried God's way whatsoever. And the idea that my way would even remotely be better than his is just preposterous. But it started this run from God. And it took me till I was about 30-ish, a little shy of 30, to really get my head screwed on straight. And uh, the, the short version of that story is um, after some serious issues with alcohol, I finally got into some recovery. And I went to this Christ-centered recovery meeting um, and started going to meetings real regularly. And um, my first marriage completely fell apart. Uh-oh, the guy who leads the podcast is divorced. Oh, wait, I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'd like to make light of it. If it bothers you, I'm sorry. I am. It's the (laughs) truth. Uh, But in the process of my marriage falling apart, I moved away for a little while and found a similar meeting in another place. And um, in that meeting, mind you, I grew up in church. I went to Bible college. I grew up in youth group and everything. In that meeting, this guy who was leading the meeting was sharing his testimony. And he'd been saved for about a year. He'd been sober about that amount of time. And my mindset was, I know way more about the Bible than this guy ever will. But I'm here out of obedience because I said I'd go to meetings, but I doubt I'm going to learn anything. And the guy's sharing his testimony one night, and he goes, you know what really changed my recovery is when I realized that God really loved me. And I got to tell you guys, I was floored. I I drove home in tears because I had never, it had never clicked for me that God loved me. I knew God loved people. He loves you. God loves you. He's an absolutely loving. God loves you, but it had never clicked for me. And in that night and in that place and in that room, it clicked for me. And it broke my walk with God wide open when I realized that from Genesis to Revelation, this book is a love story. It's got history. It's got poetry. It's got laws and rules and prophecy and letters and all of this. But the basis of the whole book, the collection of 66 separate books into one was this, that there is a God who formed you out of the dust and breathe, breathe, yeah, breathe his breath into your nostrils to give you life. And he is infatuated with you. So much so that he gave the best of himself as Jesus on the cross to die because you were unable to meet him on his terms. Because you could meet him on his terms, he changed the terms. 
and came to meet you, came to meet me. And it changed my life. And it started this pursuit of God. I was no longer interested in trying to be a pastor or a youth pastor or anything. I just wanted to pursue this God who had been pursuing me for thousands of years before I was ever born. And in that started this op- these opportunities to do ministry. And at about 35-ish, I got an actual job as a youth pastor. I did that for a few years. Um, it, it didn't work out for um, other reasons. I wasn't asked to leave. Uh, I actually resigned my position um, mostly because of budget constraints, um, churches and my own, which is an unfortunate story in so many churches around the world. But I, I no longer was caught up in, I got to have this title. I got to be a youth pastor, which now that I'm over 40, I am too old to be a youth pastor. Not that if you're listening and you're a youth pastor over 40, you shouldn't be doing your job. Peter's just saying he's too old. To I'm be too old. I was too old at 35. Um, one of the first things I did was a car wash with my youth group as a fundraiser for an event. I spent three days in bed because my back hurt so bad. I am too old to, to do youth ministry. But out of all of that, out of the realization of who God is to me and that his word is a love story was born this passion for teaching the word. So that's the the short story of how I got here and who God is to me and why um, why it matters so much to me to get the word into your ears. Um, yeah, so Orion? Yes. I, I got to hear the Orion version. Um, well... I guess you want some history. Yeah, that's what I'm after. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm 39. I'm going to turn 40 in uh, a month. Yeah. Almost exactly. So uh so my story kind of I guess I guess you could I can summarize the, the my youth uh up till uh, about freshman year in high school uh sophomore year, freshman yearish. Anyway, pretty easily uh, I was a kid. Uh, I didn't really know God. I we knew the word God. I knew the idea of God vaguely. I don't know if I knew who Jesus was. I'm not sure if that concept ever came up. We had uh, our household was kind of interesting hodgepodge of there was not really a what I would say like a faith in our household. We had little Buddha dolls on the the mantle. And uh, if you rubbed them, you got good luck. You rubbed the belly. Uh-huh. Uh, we had this thing called the white light, which was this, if you imagined a sick person wrapped in white light, they would get better. It wasn't prayer. It was like, it's like a meditation of focusing your mind and a white light. I tell people that and they're like, what? It's not power of positive <laughs> thinking type what thing. What is that? I go, uh, that's just what we had. I mean, I, you know, you do, you do what you can with what you have. Right. Um, no. When you uh, don't know any different, what you know makes sense. Wow, yeah, that is a funny, true statement. So uh, somewhere in there, I think it was my uh, not really a stepdad. Um, <laughs> he he knew a guy. That guy claimed to be a Christian. I don't, I don't know anything more than that that's what he said, and he attended some church. Uh, I don't know what his lifestyle was like. I didn't really know him, but he invited me out to a um, seminar, meeting, video kind of a thing. Uh, it was uh, at a little, it was a movie theater that they made makeshift, you know, a church out of it. Yep, yep. And uh, so I went there. I, I think I went with someone else, like a friend that, might have been like a family, a friend, family friend kind of a thing. Um, but anyway, they, we saw this video about Jesus and about the sacrifice he made for us and all the struggle he went through and the, the on the cross and the bleeding and the spear and the trying to breathe like while like damaged and all this stuff. And it's very emotional video set to the emotional music and all that stuff. And it, it finished, I don't know how long the thing was, 12 to 15 minutes, I'm thinking maybe. The guy gave a sermon before that thing, but then he did the video, and then at the end of that, he gave another little wrap-up sermon thing, and he goes, all right, if anybody wants to accept Jesus, because he's made this tremendous sacrifice, if anyone wants to accept Jesus into your life, everyone, you know, eyes closed, uh, raise your hand. And my stupid hand shot up, and I have no idea why. <laughs> 
It was the weirdest thing. But That's my, awesome. My hand went up. Uh, as far as I know, mine was the only one that went up because everybody there, the ushers, when we all like raised, like lifted eyes, I'm thinking, okay, like I'm, I was in a cloud of maybe other guys who shot their hand up uh, unwillingly. Um, they had the flock, the flock of ushers coming to me. Hey, well, you saw you raised your hand. I go, yeah, I got you. You weren't I, supposed to be looking. I, I guess. Yeah. 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 Hey, why? Hey, I, everyone's <laughs> supposed to have their eyes closed. <laughs> Heads bowed, eyes closed. Nobody looking around. I know how this works. Uh, yeah, they're like, uh, would you like, would you like a book? You know, send you with some stuff. I said, no, I don't want any of that stuff. And uh, uh, would you like to talk about Jesus? Would you like to be prayed with? No, no, get out of my face, everyone, go away! <laughs> I don't know why I raised my hand. And I, I left. It was the weirdest thing. Like I left, left this church, and it was like, how'd it go? And I'm like, uh, it was all right. My hand shot up for no good reason, uh, saying that I wanted to accept Jesus. Uh, I don't know what that was about. Um, Fast forward three years, um, my dad to, took to the, to the Christian faith, started attending a church. I think it might have been over a girl, actually, at the time. Uh, <laughs> Many people have come to faith this way. Yeah, so uh, my, yeah, my dad met a uh, fine woman who has uh, since passed, but she was, I think, the impetus for him kind of getting back into the Christianity because his his mom was a diehard believer, my grandma. But somehow I didn't pick up any of that when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so the uh, back on track. The oh yeah, so I started doing the uh, little bit of Bible reading, a little bit of prayer stuff. Not really, no direction, you know. Like I don't, I don't think I had any really good mentoring going on. I might have, but I just was too dumb to understand the mentoring. There, there was no podcast. They, no, for sure, yeah. yeah. We needed podcasts. Yeah. Uh, and at some point in that, I, um, yeah, I, I went to a um, youth group thing. My dad made me go to a youth group. But uh, I was kind of going through the motions, but I didn't really have any personal faith. But he... He says, go to this youth group. And I said, I don't want to go to the youth group. And he says, I'm going to drop you off at the youth group, and then I'll pick you up when it's over. And I'm thinking, that sucks. But I'll go. Because I have no choice. Right. Is that obedience? I don't know if it's obedience <laughs> if you're not given a choice. Okay. So I just, I just happened to be there. Um, I didn't want to know anybody. And I don't know why I was such a bitter kid. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want to know anybody. But I was there, and at some point, someone got me to say something out loud, and I'm sure it wasn't I wasn't that uh, nice to talk to, but they treated me well, and so I softened up more and said more, and then people are laughing at my jokes, and before I knew, who doesn't it, like that? Yeah, I mean, before before long, it felt like uh, these people are really safe. I feel really safe here, and I like these people, and it was a big group. Um, up in the Vacaville, California area. Uh, it was a big church. The youth group was a big youth group. I, I, yeah, bigger than I'm used to even like since then. You know, I, I don't think I've attended a church maybe as big uh, as that one. But um, it, it was, it, the feeling I got was I got this kind of like a natural high or whatever just from like the buzzing, like from people loving me and letting me kind of open up and, and asking questions that made me feel like they cared and I got to know them and they got to know me. And then we watched a video and everything was, was uh, you know, they have to do the Christian video at the end of the youth group thing. And so that was like a, uh, you know, really think about it, you know, give Jesus a chance kind of video. And it was a different video than the other video I saw years before, but it was, you know, the same message. Just try to drive you to give Jesus a chance and, you know, have, have some faith. It's motivating you to faith, right? Right. But it didn't really... I would say it didn't really have a real impact on me. Um, but I left the youth group feeling great, like feeling like, hey, I'm looking forward to maybe even doing this again. Um, and I got out to the parking lot and everyone, as they got in their cars and got picked up and drove and left, and I ended up, my, you know, my giant smile faded to a meh <laughs> because I was the only one there, the last man left and the last kid left in a parking lot. Uh, and even like, I could just see the lights, you know, shutting off one by one in the parking <laughs> lot. You know, it's it's late. 
there's nobody there. The church is all emptied out. The youth group is gone, and I'm waiting for my dad. And so in this lull, I said, uh, maybe I'll try that prayer thing and like give Jesus a try or whatever. And that's literally how I thought of it because I don't know what it, I don't know what that means to give Jesus a try to invite him into my heart. What does that mean? Yeah. So uh, closed my eyes. Um, I prayed some. I'm sure it was a wimpy prayer. Uh, God, uh, if you're real, um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I guess uh, I'm gonna try this out, whatever that is, and then uh, we'll see how that goes. So I don't I don't really know what to say other than I, I guess I'm gonna try this thing out. Amen. And I looked up. Uh, oh, I did the dramatic into the sky look amen yeah because that seemed appropriate and it's like as the syllable finished amen uh this giant long shooting star just across like almost horizon to horizon burned like and it's just like i was able to track it with my eyes like there it's, it's still going why is it still burning i don't understand what's happening right now is anyone else seeing this? <laughs> no one else is here. Yeah, so no. Uh, and, I mean, it was big enough that all of Northern California could have seen it on a clear night. But uh, I took that as an answer to the prayer that I'm going to try this. And you might be thinking, well, that's kind of superstitious or, well, that's just coincidence or whatever. Hey, it was good enough for me. And since then, he's he's done more than... Show me a horizon to horizon shooting star. Amen. And he's proven himself faithful every time. Every time I think, uh, maybe this not, maybe this not like I thought. Maybe this is not real. Maybe I've been a fool. He proves himself. And he doesn't have to. Nope. But, but he does. Nope. And so that is what drove me to little by little seek him more and more and grow in faith uh, more and more. And I guess that's the real reason why I'm doing a podcast now. I mean, I, I if we're going to say, like Peter got to kind of summarize like a little bit of like a uh, synopsis of like what's important to him. I guess I would say what's important to me is knowing the truth and helping others to, to learn the truth or see the truth, however you want to think of that, because the truth is important. Oh man. And the truth is real and it's not arbitrary and it's not uh, relative. It is absolute. And it's things like that. And uh, I just, I love whenever I get a chance to tell someone something true, like for example, the word godness has been around for several hundred years in archaic English text, <laughs> which I googled while Peter was while I was doing. sharing my story. Yeah. So, truth, believe it. You know, it's it, it, I'm so glad you uh, summarized on that word because it's it's an important word to me. Truth. What is true? And that's part of the reason for the the way we've approached uh, up till now Romans, but the Bible in general of. Verse by verse through the Bible, not that I think that's some magic equation. I just think it's a great way to study any book. It's word by word, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph. In the Bible's case, verse by verse of what does it actually say? Because so often, any of us who've been church exposed for any length of time, and and for me, uh, if, you, if you've been around for a while, you might go, well, I wonder what denomination these guys come from. Uh, the church we go to, just so you know. What's a denomination? Uh, yeah, we'll get there. But <laughs> non-denominational. Our, our church literally does not belong to a denomination. And we don't even claim to be non-denominational. Right? But somebody's just going, ignore it. But your church has no authority. Uh, it does, because God. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not. But my denominational background is wide and varied. Um, from super conservative church of we don't clap. Either with the beat, because the beat's got the devil in it. I'm <laughs> being sarcastic. Or like if someone sings a great song, a solo, we don't clap, because that would give honor to them and not to God. From that conservative to as Pentecostal 
as you can imagine. Um, I have run the full gamut and just about everywhere in between. Um, but, and so within all of that range, some denominations look at this verse and go this way with it, and some go this way with it, and each one's got their own little bent. And for me, I landed somewhere on that pendulum swing of what does it actually say? Not what do I want it to say? Because mm-hmm. so often I come up against verses, and I've said this in episodes before, I wish it said this, but it doesn't. This is what it says. What is truth? And if that truth, like we shared at the beginning of this episode, conflicts with my theology, the problem is with my theology. The problem is not with truth. And so I'm so glad you you summarized on truth, Orion, because it... I think it's central to study the scripture, and it's central to knowledge of God. God does not deal falsely. God does not deal in falsehood. Mm-hmm. There are eh, religions out there that go, oh, it's okay to pretend to be something else in order to advance our teachings Yuck. or whatever. That's terrible. That What a... A terrible. If you cannot stand on the truth of what you believe in order to advance what you believe, what you believe isn't worth believing. I, you're going to send me hate mail. I can see it now. I, sorry, but that's truth. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> did I just defend truth with truth? I think I did. There might be a reasoning issue there, but to heck with it. Hey, who isn't like a circle? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. So. Um, Hopefully in this, you guys have gotten some view of how we came to Christ, how we've come to the scripture, and what our, just our heart is. I think for Orion and I both, um, we pour into this because it has value to us. And uh, my hope and my prayer is that you begin to value this word. This book we call the Bible, God inspired of men to write down for us to have some of this stuff is thousands of years. Oh, it's all the whole thing, thousands of years old, um, from Genesis to Revelation. Some more thousands than others, but um, but like Orion said, I'm sure if you've been around it for any length of time, you've read something and it's been so personal that you're like, ah, God, you made that guy Paul or Peter or Moses or Solomon or David. Write that down for me. And um, as we continue to, to publish these episodes and dig further and further into the Word, my hope and my prayer is that you encounter truth that causes you, or forces you even, to change so that you are more than someone who just hears the Word of God. You are more than a hearer. 